Unfortunately, I clicked the wrong button to record it on Zoom a different way than I was supposed to record my call with David on Zoom. So our voices are a little bit less processed and a little bit lower quality. Uh, the music clips will still be high quality wave files that I'm dropping in there. So that's all going to sound great. I don't think this is really going to bother anybody, but just letting you know, it's not quite up to the normal standards of the uh, audio quality of this podcast, which I, I take a very small amount of pride in. Not very, not very big, but you know, I like that it sounds good. So anyway, this was really a ton of fun uh, with David here. I hope you guys enjoy it. This is the left side. This is the right side. Welcome to Pretty Good Vibrations, the podcast that encourages its host and guest to come up with a couple hot takes about, in this case, 2000s emo. Uh, Let's go. But, but this is a new idea David and I have talked about. Uh, I actually think this one was my idea. The uh, the other one was your idea. The David and Goliath. Mm. Yes, format. sir. That was your idea. This Shout one was out to mine. Joe. Yeah. Oh, so fun. That um, was fun. This idea for the hot takes episode is for us to each have one or two like quick arguments, you know, like hot take, not necessarily in the sense of like, wow, what a controversial opinion. Although that's fine. If sure. if it goes that way, that's fine. But more like uh, what would be a fun thing to talk about for mm. like a short period of time and I have a perspective on it. Yes. You know, I want to make an argument, even if it's just for fun, I'm making an argument. But like, I've really got thoughts and we can play some music as a part of that and see if we agree. And so we're just going to try it. I think it could be fun. Like a little quick hour radio show, maybe two hours, depending on how this goes. But we're going to exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. Under. Aiming for the, on the shorter end <laughs> and uh, a kind of thing that we can definitely do in like one evening because the tournaments often they really do stretch into like two sometimes three evenings of two hours of recording uh-huh and uh especially those, when it's that's, the beach boys yes and that's really fun i i love doing that i don't i think it's fine i think that the format of the tournament episodes actually holds that pretty well like i i actually think that's kind of the the rate that feels right yeah and if it takes a while who cares it takes a while listen you Let's know have if you fun. like the topic Listen to the whole thing in five installments. Who cares? Yep. That's what I do with podcasts. So this one, though, is designed to be like, hey, I got 70, 80 minutes. David, you got a couple ideas. Let's hop on and do one of these. That's the idea. And here we are. Here we are. So uh, I basically I had my first take. And then from there, we we said, let's just make that will be the time and genre so that all the takes like if you get one of the takes, you probably get what we're talking about in the other ones. It's not like all over the map genre wise. <laughs> we're keeping it a little bit focused. Yep. So it's 2000s emo. Surprise. Um, do you, do you want to go for <laughs> big <laughs> fucking surprise? If you're here and you're listening, <laughs> uh, you're probably not too shocked at that being our category for this first no, one. No, not shocked. Uh, but would you like to go first with your first hot take or would you like me to go first with my first hot take? Get us warmed up, Dan. Go for it. Okay. I'm really excited so, for yours too, so... Little yeah. selfish in that answer. Okay. Uh, then here's what we're going to do. We are going to start with my first take. And I was listening to this song the other day, and I was almost crying at how beautiful it is. Mm. And I was like, this song is a fucking masterpiece. And I don't think it's thought of that way. 
I think it's thought of as like, as I'll get to a, a kind of a fan favorite. And so here's what I'm talking about is it is the song. This is not an exit by the band saves the day is an underappreciated stone cold masterpiece. That's my take. Okay. I Give am me an so initial reaction. Do you, do you know the song or okay. But yeah. like, do you know it well, or do you like already agree with me or are you like, Oh, where's this going to go? I'm ready to be convinced. I'm kind of an unconventional saves the day fan. Sound the alarm is my favorite album of theirs. The the sound the alarm like their fifth album. It's like, yeah, it's like 2007 wow. or 2008. Interesting. I, well, I I, but I, will, in reverie, I will welcome a counter argument. Yeah, yeah no, I mean yeah. the band I played in in high school, the drummer and his older brother. I swear, saves the day was on every other time I was over there, and his uh-huh. older brother was almost always jamming when I arrived on the drums with his headphones on playing one of the first couple saves the day records and he just memorized it on drums and was just ripping after it but uh funny enough i was literally just listening to the labeled podcast interview yeah with chris uh, that matt did he was with on, chris yeah. and uh that was a week Dang ago him. a week or two ago on my flight back yeah. from philly so it feels yeah. fresh that you bring up saves the day i'm ready to lean in i don't Great. know a lot of their earlier stuff as much and uh really only know like a couple singles from the early records so let's go okay so I was, I don't, I wasn't reminded of this song. Like this song is on a playlist that I was listening to anyway. I did listen to about half that episode and was enjoying hearing Chris. Uh, But this just came up when I heard the song and I was just kind of gobsmacked by it. So here's the argument that it's underappreciated. So this is not an exit. It's a song off of their, I guess it's their third full length, Stay What You Are. Uh, kind of their the peak of their um, popularity uh, mm-hmm. when they were sort of on the heels of that record is when they like opened or co-headline with someone at Madison Square Garden. Like they got quite big. Yep. This is from that album. It's that era. It is their 10th most popular song on Apple Music and approximately their 11th on Spotify and only the fifth most popular song on that biggest album. So I would say... Like we would probably call that like a fan favorite song. Yeah. Right. A lot of people at the show are going to be hoping that they play it. These are the the true yeah. heads. Yep. But it hasn't caught on as the, I think, true masterpiece that it is. So um, musically, here's a little, I'll give a little context. Okay. So Saves the Day starts out as like, I mean, I don't know. Is it a hardcore punk band? What exactly is the type of punk it is? It's, it's. Very like I'll play a track from their first record, Can't Slow Down, and it sounds like this. That's pretty cool for what it is, honestly. The punk rock show. It's pretty sweet. Like it is pretty sweet. It's it's a punk record. Um, it definitely sounds like a local band figuring out how to be a national band. Like it's it's very rough around the edges. Yeah. The but energy is really there. fun. There's something yep. there. I w- like I wish I was a Jersey, Long Island <laughs> hardcore and punk kid in 1998 seeing them play that record like that would be 
such a fun experience to have had. Then they go and they get it quite a bit bigger on the second record through being cool. And that stuff is getting more, um, a little more emo, a little slower, a little more swagger to it. And lyrically, I don't know the lyrics much on uh, Can't Slow Down. They're getting into this kind of dark poetry thing, which I think is kind of like that band Lifetime did mm -hmm. that, like these yep. really dark lyrics, right? So here's Shoulders to the Wheel from Through Being Cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're starting to hit the night light. Yeah. Blink one eighty two enunciation I, on the uh, the ites. Yeah. You might say this that record came out. I think the same year as Enema of the State. Um, mm. just for some kind of chronological context. So then they make this colossal leap forward. Yeah. In my opinion, now the the sort of the OGs will say no. It's through being cool. Like I know a lot of people that that's their favorite Saves the Day record. It is interesting. It's unique. They are obviously finding the thing that makes them them and not just a fairly generic punk band. Finding emo, you might say? Yeah, it's emo. It is and it isn't. It's it's not only emo. Uh, but, I know. It was just the finding yeah. emo thing. Yeah, no, oh. that's all. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. That's all. I didn't even get your stupid Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you wow, got to explain it, it's good. probably not that good. Okay, but, well, uh, yeah, sure. Stay What You Are is probably my second favorite after Sound the Alarm, but by default, nobody likes sound the alarm. So there you go. That's so what interesting. I'm, I'm excited to, to play something from that. Oh, so yeah. what they do on Stay What You Are is they they get much wider in their influences, maybe about as wide as you can go while still staying close enough to what you did. It's really a perfect example of like growth that still seems organic, but you can hardly imagine them growing more than they did between these two albums and the songwriting is also getting better. The lyrics are still weird and dark and like almost Edgar Allan Poe-ish mm. and they, their biggest song still by far that it blew up is at, at your funeral. And I, I want to note, especially just the very beginning of this song, it's just like a single guitar note, single guitar note, four string chord, four string chord. It's so minimal and you just can't imagine them doing anything this minimal and spacious before this record this song will become the anthem of your underground your two flaws down getting high in the background if i floated out your house do you so you've got that incredible intro. I mean, we can't we can't move on oh, from at your funeral oh, without I was getting playing air drum there, Dan. There we go. Yeah, yeah. you gotta. Thank you. you. We gotta hear the um this kicking in here a little yeah. bit and and yeah. get the, I guess it is actually is it? I guess it's the verse, but the lyrics start the same for verse and chorus. So here we'll we'll get it. We'll get a verse and a chorus here. And
Anyway, you get the oh point. Oh my gosh, Dan. It's just so it's good. Just absolutely elite oh. stuff. Also, I mean, the bass playing saves the day. I especially love yes. it on Sound the Alarm. That's probably a big reason I love that record. But the oh, little tasties okay. in there. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. We didn't yeah. need them, but I appreciate them. So you've got that, the kind of, you could just tell like what they're doing guitar wise. Um, they've found this, like they have a jazzy streak to them, which mm -hmm. is just not a word you would expect to combine with emo other than maybe the band name Cat and Jazz. Like, but, it, but it really works. And they are kind of the only band I think that, I don't, I guess there are other bands that try and we tried to emulate that a little bit with Sherwood. And I think that those songs don't really work. Mm. And, uh, it was, it was, it was going around those days, but they really, really do it. So, okay, let's get into, this is not an exit, the track I'm talking about. So the kind of jazzy guitar playing, uh, is evidenced with this opening riff. Tonight will be the night that we begin to ease the plugs out of the dam. And we will stand knee deep in the floor. The undertow grab our heels and won't let go. So that's kind of, we're getting into this thing here. Interesting, Dan. What do you think? Tell me what you're thinking. Thus wow. Far. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hitting me at a couple things for some, some reason it, it there is a Sherwoodness to this song. Hmm. I, I am like, yeah, it, it hit me immediately. I was like, okay, I get it. But then his vocal delivery reminds me a bit of uh Weezer, to be honest. Oh, interesting. Little early rivers in there. A little early rivers. And maybe I'm a little like, I'm, I'm just thinking of the palette Dan Coke works from musically and I'm just grabbing uh -huh. things off the yeah, shelf. Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, intriguing. I honestly, this song feels 10% familiar right now. It feels okay. very, yeah. So I'm excited let's to keep how, going through this. Let's see how much I can convince you of. So okay, we got to talk lyrics. All right. Yeah. Here's the second, here's the second verse and then chorus lyrics that we're about to hear. And all the wasted nights and empty moments in our lives are flushed away as we sway. Oh, so by the way, it starts off with him talking about, it's basically like this aquatic themed, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this aquatic theme song about it, it might be dying or it might just be kind of uh, moving on in life um, mm. or just this kind of kind of an escapist, almost like a romantic in the capital R sense, this kind of image. So tonight will be the night that we begin to ease the plugs out of the dam and we will stand knee deep in the flow. You know, the undertow will grab our heels and won't let go. Like that's the beginning of the song. But mm. here is this. Here's this uh, second verse. Okay. And all the wasted nights and empty moments in our lives are flushed away as we sway with the rhythm of the waves bobbing us up. Crests fall to troughs as we feel our, feel our gills open up and sail belly up to the clouds, the rocks scraping our backs. To breathe in the air will be the only thing that we have. Whoa. What the hell? Whoa. What the hell are those lyrics? They are they're they are not supposed to be that good. Here, let's hear that part of the song. Yeah.
Okay. Wow. I know you kind of thinking. You reading the lyrics gave me such a different feeling than him singing them over that kind of music. You know, it almost yeah. just like you you almost miss it as it's going by because you're just grooving into this little yep. almost and do sizes different syllables and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. And but, that's but which is why just I think when you read poetry, it, you it's incredible. Yeah. 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 Okay. Know, the best sim- part is the last chorus. It's okay. like a double or triple length chorus, and he adds a bunch of lyrics on, which I will now read before playing the section. Yes, let's do it again. Just sail belly up to the clouds, the rocks scraping your back. To breathe in the air will be the only thing that you have, and your love will be warm nights with pockets of moonlight spotlighting you as you drift the actor in this play. And you walk across the stage, take a bow, hear the applause, and as the curtain falls... You just know you did it all the best that you knew how, and you can hear them cheering now. So let a smile out and show your teeth because you know you lived it well. Oh my gosh, Dan. What? Right? That's where it it stuck the landing for me lyrically. I was just like, where's he going with this? But then to your point, you said in the beginning, it's just like, oh, this is kind of like a closing of the curtain on someone's life. And they're almost like just going through like a highlight reel of memories. And I think it kind of is. Yeah. Taking your last few breaths as you're flowing through the river oh my but it's gosh. like such a beautiful way of writing and thinking about death that's yeah, very hopeful okay i'll let me play that section here okay Come on. Listening to that bit feels like you're watching credits on a film, which yeah. goes right yeah. along with the lyrics. So I feel like they nailed mm-hmm. that. Well, I'm really curious on the track list of the album, where does this one sit? That is track 10 out of 11. Oh, okay. I was like, this feels like your closer. Yeah. yeah there's one more song. And that's and not like a like, bonus one? Nope. The, the oh. last song, Firefly, is kind of like the punkiest, one of the punkiest songs. It's like, yeah. it feels kind of most um, like their older stuff. So yeah, that's a masterpiece. I I feel like there's one more. We should at least play one more clip from "Stay What You Are" because I think it's just such a cool record. Yeah. So uh, here's a song called "Nightingale." <laughs>
record. You're really that word jazzy. I've never applied to saves the day, but now I can't unhear it. There's all these little almost like doo-woppy. You're you're totally right. Big band I, moments. I have a whole kind of second. I have a whole kind of one A that we could go into briefly, okay. which it sounds like you're already on board with, which is that In Reverie is an underrated album. 100. percent Okay, you agree. 100. I totally agree. Do you know the story of how that happened? Like with it coming out and why fans were so pissed and stuff? I don't, but real quick, I, I want to like, if we're, are we moving on from this is not an exit? No, that we can, no, we can, yeah, let's let's finish that up and then we can go to okay. whatever we want. Okay. Yeah, I just feel like uh, this is not an exit. Lyrically for me, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially that kind of music, I just, I'm more like vibing and it's just, it feels angsty and I'm not even necessarily grabbing on. And even in the way it's produced, sometimes the lyrics get a little like hidden by the instruments. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, But I do feel like the back half of that song just land, sticks the landing, the second chorus, the way the lyrics yeah. hit. So I, yeah. I feel it. I do feel like a little bit, Dan, to push back a little. It feels Please. a little repetitive and kind of one note. Mm, yeah. Or maybe two notes you get a little bit in the beginning and then it just kind of hops on a moving sidewalk and you're just kind of, it's not a bad moving sidewalk but it's kind of yeah. the same ride the whole way yeah it's it, the there's not a lot of dynamics uh yeah. on, in this band especially they really sound like four or five dudes playing in a room yeah they don't add a whole lot of other layers and stuff no no tricks um yeah i do yeah. think production yeah. on this record too you notice the jump i mean panning yeah. that yeah. didn't even happen in the first two records and i'm like oh wait what's, what's this going on hey there's only guitar hey. in one ear right now yeah yeah, yeah. oh that. drums are in here we go stereo off we go but anyways yeah that was fun okay so briefly in reverie the reason that like people were pissed because he basically went and learned and he would talk about this on warp tour by the way like mm. to anybody who'd listen i mean were you guys was, on the same tour ever we did oh six together yeah okay yeah and he, he's a really nice guy um talked to him a little bit I, we didn't become friends or anything Although our former bandmate, Chris Keen, uh, does play live with Saves the Day. Oh, cool. Um, he's also in Emory. So he kind of does double. Oh, it. yeah. I think they talked about him on that podcast. Yeah. Uh, and he was he was briefly in Sherwood. He was with us when we recorded our first EP. Um, and Mikey replaced him. So um, anyway, uh, In Reverie is rad. But he started singing like properly, quote unquote, uh, like he was doing it wrong. And I'm sure it was hurting his vocal cords. I mean, that's really common with like punk and hardcore singers and stuff, right? You can thrash your voice. And it's just but like it's really jarring difference in he was like this punk vocalist. Yep. And on In Reverie, In Reverie, he sounds a little bit like a schoolboy. I mean, it is about as it's about as beta as vocals get yeah. by a man. Uh, it's cool. I like it. And, and it took too. me a while to come around on that record, but it didn't actually take that long. I think because instrumentally it's such a cool record yeah. and the songwriting is interesting. And they took a lot of those changes and they just kind of kept going with them beyond probably the, what like it in reverie could never be as popular. It's, Mm-mm. it's weirder. It's more like band nerd E than stay what you are is. Yeah. It's kind of like sing my welcome home, Dan, if you think about it. Oh my gosh, a Pacific Gold <laughs> joke. Uh, it's <laughs> for the three of you out there listening. Yeah, for the three of you out there who know our two, uh, our EP and album. Um, EPs, Dan. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, okay, I guess EPs. <laughs> uh, so, but like, so listen to the, now I love how you said you can't unhear the jazzy. So this is Anywhere With You, the the first single. 
Listen to this verse guitar work. Yeah, dude. Damn. That guitar work. Taste. That song is if Sandra Lerke and Weezer had a child who listened to Circus Survive. I think that's a really good description. I don't really know Circus Survive that well, but I love, I think the Weezer and, uh, what was the other one you said? Uh, Sandra Lerke. Yes. Shout out to Jack. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One of Jack's yeah. favorite artists. That, oh, I love that song so much. Yeah. I mean, it's like Sandra, Jazzy in the verse, and then you do, do, Little Weezer in the chorus and Circus Survive vocally always reminds me a little bit of this record, the way that Chris Uh, sings. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, Anthony Green. Yeah. Um, Oh, so good. One more little clip, Driving in the Dark, which I also played on the episode one of this podcast, the Power Pop episode, uh, because the chorus I think uh, is really a kind of a modern Power Pop. Uh, But I'll also play one more clip and tell you this little story beforehand. When I was talking with Michael Rosas, who produced the first Sherwood full length sing mm. to keep going. We were talking back. He had also done our EP and we were talking back and forth. And I was like, I love the snare sound on saves the day in reverie. And I sent, and so I had him listen to that and he's yeah. like, Oh, we'll, we're going to beat that. Uh, and okay. I don't, we didn't, we didn't, yeah. beat it. I okay. actually, I like the snare sound more on in reverie. <laughs> uh, I think we got something good and different. Yeah, but, uh, I don't think I don't think we'd be more it, of an approximation. Right? Okay. Yeah. But here's driving in the dark. Yeah, you get it. It's awesome. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, that snare is great. Huge snare. It's a great snare sound. Oh, it's wow. Just, it's I think Again, it's very lyrics. balanced, kind of right down the pipe. Yeah. yeah, lyrics. So cool. He's such a great so, lyricist. The nice thing about that snare, though, is a lot of times that genre, the snare is wound so tight. It's just so high, right. tightened, and it just gets like piercing, and you're like, what is this? And it's kind of off-putting, but I really like that one. It feels warm. What you doing now? There we I'm go. Pulling up sound the alarm because I I don't know this record. I I, I didn't oh, like damn. it when it came out. I don't know For why. I I guess not. I mean, I it's I guess to, I didn't. I would have yeah, given it, give some it a sort shot, of a, a shot. So, uh, what's what's the best shot to take here? I want to I want to hear something off of 2006's. Sound oh, I love track one is fantastic and Dying Day. I love those two. Okay, we'll do a little bit of each. Here's Head for the Hills from Sound the Alarm. 
Burning that tar in the back of my mind Flying alone in the morning I'd feel like swallowing my eyes Dude, rips. I don't like that, dude. You don't like that? No. What are you nope. talking about, Dan? I don't like it. I don't like his vocal delivery. Oh my god. Uh, I think I like things about it. Um, but no, it's it's oh, that's not amps me up so much. Not landing for me. Oh, oh, should we try the other one? Sure. Yeah, let's see what happens. Let's try dying day. Well, tell, tell us what aggressive. you liked about it. I mean, tell me what you liked about it. I mean, I as an opener on an album, it's just like you're you're awake. It is such a ripper right out the gate. I love the stops. I love that like cha 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 on the snare the whole time. And then in the chorus, yeah. even though it's really aggressive, mm -hmm. it lifts it up in the second. And you rarely do this in this kind of music, but they did it actually in, in Reverie. They bring a tambourine in on the second half of that chorus. And you're just like, it, I don't know. There's like a joyousness. I, I get a similar feeling to that that I do yeah. when I listen to Idols. Like it's just this That's kind of happy aggressiveness. Yeah, I I do. I like stuff that sounds enough like that, that I totally get what you're saying. I just yeah. didn't like that particular song. Okay. Um, but yeah, I totally, I, I hear you. So here's Dying Day, also from Sound the Alarm. I'm living in a dark and dying day Everything is lost along the way The feeling in my heart is not the same So what's to say? The pictures of the past are on the wall until they fall Forever on the locks And long ago oh, 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 oh. And it's ain't so long To let live a life That I don't live no more And in the setting sun My life leaves a shadow That'll soon be gone I'm standing in the grave I wait to breathe yeah, Interesting dude. Better? Okay. I dig that I Definitely better Okay. Definitely better. I feel like that's like what I wanted Green Day to do when they put American Idiot out. Hmm. I that dun, 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 in the chorus. Dun, 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 like, yeah, that, that sounds to me like Nimrod, something off Nimrod almost. Like, yeah, I hear that. We can, we can, maybe Dan, another podcast, we can talk about American Idiot and the letdown that felt like at the time. At I H would love for, I'd love to hear a Green Day take from you. That's, oh, yeah. I yeah, come yeah. up with some 90s punk takes. Okay. Okay. Fucking try me. Okay. Try I will. Me, bro. I might. I might. Bro. I might. Um, okay. So that took way longer than I thought to do my first hot take. That was my first one and it was one hot. A. That feels so, like that yeah. could have been a hot one, Stan. That was good. Okay. I appreciate you saying that. So I don't know. I don't know anything about your takes. We didn't say this at the beginning. We didn't tell each other before. Uh -uh. So, all right. What's your first take? All I did was a little homework just to make sure this would be a hot take for Dan Coke. Okay. My take is by a long shot. The best record Jimmy Eat World ever released was Futures. Holds up the LP. Holds up the with, LP. My wife is yelling his... Futures from the hallway because she too <laughs> loves this record. And and you think it's like complete? It's just like a no brainer. No brainer. Seriously. Number one Jimmy Eat World release. Okay, now I love Futures. It's and I it's did some third. data digging here, you, Daniel. You asked. So. You asked me. Well, you asked yeah, me. What mine was your top three? Text. 
I go Bleed American, Clarity, Futurist. Classic answer. They're all three. I mean, that's probably a pretty standard. I, probably most people would say Clarity first if they're like an old school emo. Sure. Uh, but that's for cool. I, I just love the Bleed American for me is that's where the the uh, atmospheric kind of thing that they had perfected on Clarity met this pop sensibility. And, and that's my number three. Made perfect love. Okay. That, Clarity so is number two is for Clarity me. two for you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can, I mean, ask me on a different day. I might go clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So, okay, so that, but futures is obvious one for you. Obvious one, Dan. Like I actually claim. I uh I did some prep work on this. Um, not even thinking that people were gonna say clarity. Most people I talk to bleed American is this like, okay, of course. Yeah. You look at the podium for Jimmy World, it's always on the top. Mm-hmm. And I get it. So but what honestly, I did was I bet you, by the way, though, that that's us being six, seven years apart. Yeah, because we got clarity when we were like 16, 17. And I was nine. And you were, yeah, and you were nine <laughs> or whatever. So yeah, like, I just whereas Green you can get bleed, you got bleed American at like 12 11. or something, 11, yeah, 11, maybe. 12. Yeah. Yep. But we had clarity at like 15, 16, 17. Yeah, so I was we figure were, skating yeah. when clarity came out and I was playing hockey when bleed American came out. You know, this was, <laughs> this was a big transition time for me. Yeah, it is. And then, okay. and then I did all of it to, to play uh, a Mars Volta wannabe band by 2004. But anyways, um, yeah. So what I did was obviously I just want to see how much of a, a saucy claim this might be. Pulled Spotify streams mm-hmm. for all three records. And then what I did is I listened to the entirety of Bleed American and the entirety of Futures and gave every track a score. One out of 10, okay. 10 being Wawa and yeah. zero being 7-Eleven. And uh, <laughs> that's a great scale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only scale there is for me. And uh, anyways, real quick not, for sh- not 10 being Pats and zero being Genos for instance. No, I mean, no. dude, no, 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 They're no. Jim's, Jim's is 10. Actually, I was just back in PA yeah, last month yeah. and uh, I had this, I mean, I think the best cheesesteak of my life at this sub- suburb spot near my parents new house in westchester pa and I'll, I'll look up the name later and text you but it was yes, dude it was like too. they chopped it up so fine mixed in the provolone so that every bite had like equal parts cheese and meat it was that is the that's the hardest thing to do oh so i good. love a cheesesteak i love a cheesesteak so much it, it might be like I'd say that Texas barbecue is my favorite food, but it <laughs> might be that if I were actually honest with people, I would say a Philly cheesesteak with grilled onions is my favorite food with some ketchup on the side. That's oh, on the chosen. side? Or I mean, I put it in as I go. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I, I of, just, I drizzle right on there. Oh, my gosh. It's, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's so a perfect good. flavor combination. It, it also is. makes okay. Lenape, like, Lenape pizza. Yeah. I Lenape just looked it up. pizza. Okay. L E N A P. Send me that Google Maps link, bro. I got to save it. I in will. I'm ever in Westchester. Yeah, my 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 parents will meet you there, dude. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. So okay, good. okay. Anyways, so back to Jimmy World hot take. I uh, am sending you the link to that place right now. Great, done. So here are your Spotify totals for those three records. We'll go with yeah. Dan's ranking in first place. Bleed American uh, total stream count very skewed by uh i'd say five songs honestly on this record but particularly yeah. three being the middle hear you me and if you don't don't yeah. um like insane numbers on all those they're all nine figures um yeah. but the total on this is 1.2 billion streams on bleed american yeah yes wow uh total on clarity 24.6 million so 
one fiftieth. You might say. And futures is a hundred and fifty-eight million. So it is bigger by bigger quite a clarity. bit than quite clarity. But yeah. not even close to bleed American. So I was like, okay, okay, yeah, but that's because yeah. it's skewed by singles. Let's get a little mathy here. So pulled the median stream count <laughs> on all three. Yeah. Okay. And bleed American, 9.4 million. Okay. Clarity, 1.9. Okay. And futures, 8.5. So only off by yeah, honestly so a million. Basically, so, for other than the songs that are on all the like radio hits of the exactly. 2000s yeah, they're on playlists. so many playlists yeah other than that like if you're just thinking like out for like the fans the type yeah, of yeah, person yeah. who might go to a jimmy Eat world show totally Bleed american and futures are roughly equal yes and i would you know that's why i was like okay let me make this a little spicier and i i feel like i i proved this to myself when i listened to bleed american bleed american is not only inferior to futures it is downright boring when listened to front to back Whoa, he said it, guys. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Honestly, Dan, that's a I hot had, take. I'll, I was just go. I had, I'm gonna go Front through it. Back. I'm just giving my scores real quick. Okay, Bleed American eight, Praise Chorus six, The Middle 10, obviously, Your House five, Sweetness 10, love that song, Hear You Me seven, Acoustic Cutie is what I called that one, but repetitive. <laughs> uh, if you don't, don't, I said, meh. Get it no. faster. Three boring yeah. instrumental in the back. The back half is rad, but that's the only thing working for it. Yeah. Cautioners, another meh, and that's a three. Authority song, six, getting better. And my sundown, nice, but it's still a six. Okay. So my median okay. score where, was okay. a six. But where we <laughs> are you? And the total like number Trump was 69. Of course now? it was. Okay. I you're you're very wrong, in my opinion, on a praise chorus. And if you don't don't those are like nines and tens for me uh well, if you add so, mine up you get one eleven yeah okay whereas futures it. yeah let's go for it dan give me your numbers futures nine just tonight nine work eight kill seven the world you love seven pain nine drugs are me six it's the only let me down on this one polaris seven nothing wrong seven and perfect song Night Drive, 10 out of 10. Well, 23. 23. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 23. Uh, I gave that a seven. You have, you like different songs on Futures than I do. That's interesting. It uh, is. So let's, you know, Median. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was it, was a seven? So mm -hmm. it didn't quite edge out as much as I thought, but, uh, but it did I, edge it out for you. Yeah. And it was an 86 total. And they're both 11 tracks. So okay. it's a head to head well, matchup. That. I love that you went to the data, but the data ultimately just reflected. The data was a very long way of saying, I like the songs on Futures more than I like the songs on Bleed American. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. But by how much? Okay. 86 to 69. That's how much, much, Daniel. Exactly. Okay. I need to know. I love it. I what, gonna gonna, make what am I playing I back here? it up. I can't just say people are saying Futures is better. I can't say that. You I need to say, say what say I... You yeah. need something real. So what are we going to hear? What? Where should we start? We got to play some stuff, right? We're Yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to play some stuff. Um, I think you got to play the opener, Futures. Mm -hmm. Let's start there. Okay.
I mean, just we can go oh. farther, but like that is the perfect opener to a rock album. It's perfect. Air high five, Dan. 100%. 100%. Uh, All the other thing about Future is production. I mean, when I think about how we did yeah, like David versus Goliath, and you think about those ratings, it's like production on this record is 10 out of 10. It's, so it's basically a perfect sounding like big rock record. Yeah, like if you recorded that, and that's what's so exciting, I think about that time in music too. If you had recorded that song, this is 2006. Mm -hmm. If you recorded and released that in 1996, oh, dude, that would have sounded so bad. It that would sound chunk, quite chunk, different. Chunk. Yeah, yeah, really sound different. Yeah. Oh, so good. Let's do, but, let's do, a, let's do a chorus here. Yeah, let's, let's see the chorus. From the great, great. Come on. The other thing I wrote I in my notes, I absolutely I took it. notes on all these, obviously, because I've got to make my argument. But and I actually just in this moment realized, remember when we talked Anne Berlin Cities yeah. on a previous podcast? Yeah. And we we're like, wow, that's kind of their acoustic album. Yeah, a lot of acoustic songs. A lot. That bridge at 219 onwards reminds me a lot of the goodness of what was going on with Cities. It, we just got a little teaser mm. of it, but yeah. oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay. They okay. probably were ripping that straight from Jimmy Eat World, if I had to guess. Uh, yeah, I would guess the same. Those albums are probably like, oh my gosh, yeah, like a year apart or something. Um, okay, so it starts perfect. That's a pretty good. Perfect. That's a pretty good point. Why don't in we its favor? Yeah, yeah. Um, can we just go to the solo on the second song? Two oh nine is your minute mark. Okay, just tonight it like, rips. I skip this song. That's what I was. This is what I'm saying. We like different stuff on this record. It's fine. Uh, but let's go to let's let's let's. It's a nine, the... I think, is what you meant to say. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go straight to that guitar solo. I want to hear that. Let's do it. Let's rip. So you Dude, like drums kind of so good. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, Zach's great. That's uh, your kind of fill. You love these kinds of the, the kind of darker rock songs that they, that they do. They always have one yeah. or two of yeah, yeah, those. Yeah. And this album record. is like most of those are on this record. There's a, there's a lot of that, like on bleed American, that's probably it's kind of get it faster. And it's kind of bleed American, actually the track yeah. one. Yeah. That kind of really, it's a, Bleed American, the chorus is like such a this heavy rock thing, and that's not the, that's not my favorite Jimmy stuff personally. I get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like different flavors. Um, yeah, dude, oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh, I feel like we've got to play. I I don't want to go too crazy on this, but we have to at least play Pain because that's their biggest song on the record. Yeah, again, like yeah, it's fine. I sometimes listen to it. I think let's not play yeah. Pain. Let's, let's not play. Let let's me play, play this. 
work let's play kill or work i <laughs> those those are my one and two favorites on this record and i don't and they'll ah. swap they'll swap any day with each other which of the two do you like more i like work more and if we can play the chorus and let it go into the outro after that first chorus around the like the outro is around the one minute mark but you mean oh, like the re intro yeah okay yeah 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 cool course outro one if you only once would let me only just one time then be happy with the consequence but whatever's gonna happen tonight don't think we're not serious where's it ever not the love we make is given its take our game to play Yep, those masterclass. O's are so good. It's, masterclass. It's a masterclass. It's incredible. It's just incredible work. Yep. I okay. Should we play one more on this album? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be Night Drive. 10 out of 10. Again, I disagree, but let's hear it. Which part do you want to hear? Hmm. Anywhere you want. Just jump on in. Is this, the, is this the Kiss Me With Your Cherry Lipstick song? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I skip this song every day. Get <laughs> Let's play that here. part. Let's play that Fine. particular part. Yeah, play it for the people. Let them decide, Dan. Oh my god, I'm also a little annoyed at how short of a clip that was, but whatever, Dan. Oh. <laughs> that yeah, I mean the sorry. acoustic and the ooh, that's like so simple. Uh-huh. But so effective. It's uh, so interesting. And I also, wonder, you know, why the other is it thing that people like that or don't like that. Like, I don't what's going on? I don't understand. Yeah, that's it. I don't that's either. I this one is also I have like such a clear high school memory on like a youth group trip with like this girl who had a crush on her youth group. And it was like a big deal. I was going to like her youth groups trip and it was winter in pa snow and we were in the school bus where the you know the windows fog up and you're just leaning on there and it's like you've got those old school heaters and i was listening on my ipod oh yeah at night yeah just feeling all my emo 17 year old feelings and it was i have that exact song experience. at the perfect time yes yeah so i get that because i have that with for me this is heaven and i'm literally mm. 17 years old on a school skiing trip coming back in the van from the lift to the cabin. And that song is just capturing everything I'm feeling at that Aww, point. Love, should I, we play it? Oh, so I get it. You want to play for me? For me, this is heaven. Yeah, that's a great okay. song. And then we'll move on from our Jimmy Eat World uh, situation. Although I do want to play one of your favorites from there. That is so boring. If you don't, don't. You want to hear it and see if it's actually boring? I just, I just want to watch you tell oh me. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do that. But first, we're going to go back to little Daniel's yep. uh, church van drive. 1990. 
what year? This would be probably 2000. Oh, okay, right. If at I'm the a crest. junior or 01, if I'm a senior, something like that. And the I mean, you know, oh, not quite fair. That was probably like 30 seconds versus 10 seconds on uh, Night Drive. But, you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good, Dan. I don't, I like that record. The snare is a little metallic uh, St. Anger, but. <laughs> little St. Anger. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So you want to, now Just, you want to. You play your favorite part of If You Don't, Don't. And I'll tell you, please don't. You're crazy. Here we go. So here we are now. A sip of wine, a sip of water Someday maybe Maybe someday we'll be smarter that maybe i meant to write 15 dan that was pretty good yeah, it was pretty good <laughs> you it's think all right you're, it's you all right think i think that's like a five or something yeah i'll give a six on a good you day put a three i think is what you said no i have a five get it faster right after i got a three yeah okay okay it's just i think i don't know it feels like one note it's not that bad but it's just a middle of the road jimmy world song for me wow i'm putting that up against okay. cherry lipstick night drive okay yeah dan? So that's can I just I just want to I want to out myself here and play a little bit of a Sherwood song. (laughs) Make us feel a little bit better. What do you think? 2016, something's never leave you. Our kind of Sherwood's like reunion album we did. It was a great and uh, thank you. I I like half of it a lot, but uh, this track a little bit better, which at least on my list is not going to make the uh, top ten Sherwood songs episode that I'm going to do with Joe. Our oh, sweet. Yeah. Which will be fun. Yeah. Uh, but listen to the verse of this song and like okay. <laughs> how much we are just main, you're just Copy mainlining paste. if you don't, don't. And other kind of mid-tempo Jimmy stuff. Yeah. If I could only find the good in you instead of everything I see only then somehow accept
it really does feel to oh, me yeah. like very much B team though compared to what Jimmy Eat World can do. Well, those very, drums very sounded B-team. really good. The way you the guys drums, those drums, honestly, those wow. are probably the best sounding Joe drums of any of our records. Joe drums. Um, I really, I really love a lot of things about that record, and then I am really embarrassed by a number of songs. Oh mm. well, That's it fun. happens. Um, okay, are we? Does that conclude the Jimmy World take? Yep. And you, just do and I? Need I think to, like, what we. Dan, I feel like sort of a like a response or what? I would love that. Yeah, I gave a yeah, yeah. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, here's my response. I'm not convinced that it is unequivocally their best album, but I'll tell you what happened tonight. Okay. The hierarchy got jumbled up and broken up. It's like <laughs> somebody aerated the lawn. Is you know how it feels, and oh. I kind of think those three albums now they're kind of in a three way race, and Whoa. now it's a little bit like the three, you know, the fake. At the baseball game, you know, the three skiing, the, the boats that are racing. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yep. arbitrary which one will win. And nobody, everyone gets so stoked that they arbitrarily picked a color <laughs> if it wins. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, yeah. they're kind of neck and neck right now in my hey, mind. Hey, I'll take so it. You, that's a kind of a, that's a kind yeah. of a convincing. Yeah. Mission accomplished. I'll take it. I think, you know, that's the beauty of, I agree. I mean, even listening to, uh, if you don't, don't right now in these headphones. I was listening to my earbuds before. Um, yeah. I liked it a little bit more tonight. And, uh, you know, not a bad catalog to choose from. But for yeah. me, on the whole, Futures will always be my Jimmy World record. But I think that's you proved great. something. There's like, there's the dark side to them and there's this light. That's the real Sherwood side to it. And yeah. I mean, it, honestly, I think it's a similar reason I was really into Amberland at this age too. Like Cities came out. That's a darker yeah you too. like the yeah those kind of darker more energetic like minor key guitar riff based yeah. things yep. yeah yeah that honestly the Anne berlin thing they are so yeah Anne berlin so and sherwood too. like uh, Anne berlin is a much better band than sherwood but we represent kind of two different sides of people who love jimmy world like mm. being really influenced by jimmy world but those two yep. different yep. halves of jimmy world basically yep one drinks just black coffee the other has like organic tea yeah exactly and it's like layering in weird uh harmonic overtones and you know all that kind of thing yep uh the other one is just like fucking rocking you know <laughs> um okay so that was fun that's really fun we like i can do my second one pretty quick can you do Same your here. second one pretty yep. quick okay super fast so we'll do the let's do these quick uh yep. Here is mine, and this is like the dumbest thing to I'm make so an argument this. about. This I'm is so, ready so for stupid. It. Go. Motion City soundtrack needs to change the closing song of their live sets. <laughs> okay. Audible we, we, gasp from listeners. We, How we, dare you suggest this? That's Dan? such a niche take. Like, who's gonna I argue know. with that? Super niche. I thought you, I know you like a couple of their later records more than I do, and I thought it was gonna be something like that. The one with the dinosaur on it. You love that oh, one, right? That I do love that record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know that was the only clue you gave me that it was about Motion City, and I was very excited because they I, they were probably my second favorite band, uh, back in yeah. the two thousands. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I'm very curious. All right. So let me set this up. How did you arrive to this? <laughs> okay. Here's what happened. <laughs> There's an actual thing that happened. So, uh, what I, I'll tell you what happened in the public. In the public time has passed <laughs> okay and the people have decided that everything is all right uh, is a better song than the future freaks me out wrong but i get but it. i'll tell you where i'll tell you where i i came across it so okay. they opened up for the all-american rejects last month yes 
And that was an interesting crowd because the rejects are like a pure radio band. Yep. Uh, people do have their albums. Like I really love their album move along. And I know every song on Same that here. record, but mostly people know the like five songs that have been on the radio. And it was, it was palpable how much, how many more people in that crowd knew and were singing along to everything is all right versus the future freaks me out. Future Freaks Me Out is definitely more the fan favorite, probably. Yep. Okay. The pure, but, the pure volume play, you might say. Sure. But that is precisely <laughs> why I submit the argument that they should be swapping spots. Because you don't need that fan thing as the final song, especially when you're playing festivals like we when we were young. So wait, you're saying like they this. finished with Future Fre- Freaks they Me Out? They always finish with Future Freaks Me Out. Okay. And oh. it's... And it's great because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they break down and they do the like, Betty, I need here. I'll play. You. So this part I of the song, the, the crowd gets involved. It's great. So like the crowd keeps doing Betty, I need you, I miss you. And Justin sings that over and then they get to dah, dah, like, oh, fuck it. I'm on fire. It's like the whole crowd sings it yep. and the whole crowd sings it. Right. Yep. Except here's the thing, David. Tell me, Dan. You know what the whole crowd actually sang was this. Everything line. is all right. No, not the chorus. Oh. This line in the oh. verse. Yes. In the second verse of everything is all right. This is what they sang. Sick of the things I do when I'm nervous, like cleaning the oven or checking my tires, or counting the number of tiles in the ceiling, head for the hills, the kitchen's on fire. It was that right there. Head for the hills, the kitchen's on fire. That's what people sang more than anything else during that. Song. Whoa, I would not have guessed that at all. Yeah. And of course, it's got the big chorus. Which yep. uh let's let's yeah, let's get the uh let's get the chorus here. Okay. Okay, so fantastic chorus, fun verse, three times the Spotify place, David. Yep. If we're doing data. Okay. Yep. I've got more uh, data for you, by the way. I was like, I, I have an intuition with closers. Yeah. In this genre. And it's that higher BPMs ramp you up and leave you feeling the high yeah. in this kind of music. I, using my little nerdy drummer tempo app, I just uh-huh. took the BPMs on both songs. Everything is all right. 161. Wow. That's fast. Future freaks me out. 111, 112. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay, I like that. So I like that you're joining me here. Um, Get that heart rate up. Oh, those... I'm definitely with you. I actually thought you were going to say it's the opposite and you were arguing oh, for like fan favorite. Yeah. Come on, give the no. true fans what they want. No. So I've already got you on board here. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. But we're, well, both, then... we're both also like, you know, yeah, longtime fans. We've seen them together. Here's something you probably don't know about this song. Okay. There is a band from California called Limbeck. And they toured with Motion City. Sometimes they were good friends with them. Yeah. We played some shows with them. They were like a 
mostly below the radar kind of bands band. They were a bit more like kind of folky, uh, a little bit of Americana, but still kind of like this emo tinge and they would kind of play with emo bands. Anyway, they had an, their album was called either Hi, Everything's Great or Hey, Everything's Fine. And they did a like Beach Boys party version of that album. They re-recorded it as an acoustic house party with a bunch of their friends singing along. Yeah. And they called that one, Hey, Everything's Fine or Hi, Everything's Great. I don't remember which is which. (laughs) But Justin was in the house for that party. So he's on that record. They're close friends. And the background vocals in this final chorus are Hi, Everything's Great. Hey, everything's fine. And that's the dude from Limbeck singing them. Whoa. See, how is never that, knew that for an Easter egg? That's an Easter Let's, egg I'll take home with me. Let's hear I it. I love it. Yeah, dude, pretty fun. That's fun. Real quick, can you go back to that part? Yeah. Every part? time I, that same exact part, every time I listen to that section more times than I can count, I always heard great as stinks. Everything stinks. There is an S or something at the end of great. Listen to it again and tell your brain like it's getting rid of stinks. sibilance. Okay, let's see if I There's can like an it. S after the T and great there for some reason. Okay. I heard it. it. Everything yeah. stinks. It's almost like a stanks, but there's some S sound yeah. in the back there. Yeah, there's something weird. There's some weird kind of artifacts yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the mix or something. Okay, well, I'm going to endorse your uh, your hot take here. Okay, love it. So we, we agree. We just need to uh, ride into the boys. By the way, I will say Objection I actually made this argument to them in person at that show. What did they say? They were like, you're not the first person to say that, I think. <laughs> What's their uh, argument? I don't know. I mean, they like... They, I mean, when they do club shows, yeah, uh, they, it, the way that their show ends with Future Freaks Me Out is so fun. And it's like, it really is everybody in that room's collective favorite song, probably. Yeah. Um, Or it's at least the one that like, it's the most like theater kid one to be a part of. And it's like, almost like it ends the set with this great humor and kind of goodwill. And uh, so maybe I'm wrong and they should keep it. But especially for these festivals, I don't know. Everything is all right. Is it sounds great live? More people know it, and mm. uh, it's also it's also just a great piece of art. Okay. Yeah. All right, Dan. You ready give me for? Your, give me your short take. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I, I've got technically a second and third. If you don't like the second one, okay. Or I'll hold on to the third for another one of these. Okay. Hot take number two. Yeah. And this is just going to be, you can, it's almost like Dan, try and prove me wrong here. I okay. think the used is super boring. The and band. Inc- and the band and is incredibly overrated. I feel like a lot of people, friends of mine who listen to similar music all have some fondness for the used. And I have listened to a number of used songs. I, I went back this week and listened to a bunch and was just like, none of them do it for me. Interesting. And okay, let's see what I can do. It's a mix of songwriting's dull, and it's a mix of the vocals I don't quite love and the production. So I just want you to see if you can throw a used song at me that I like. Okay. All right. I, I, I'm I going to see what I can do. Okay. Um, I don't love the band, but a yeah. handful of their songs, I would say, I really like. And one song I uh, 
absolutely adore. Whoa. Okay. Do you want, should I just start at, let me, let me build up let's to ramp Adore. Up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. ramp up with, with one song before that. So both of these songs are going to be from the self-titled 2002. Okay. That's the record I know best. And, you know, the, the production, you talk about the production, the, this one is with, uh, John Feldman, Goldfinger oh, yeah. singer. Yep. Yep. And he really does like this very high, tight snare sound and, uh, which I don't really love, but I think that the way he does it on this record is interesting and okay. works pretty well. They have a really busy drummer, a lot of like very high pitched percussion, like flourishes and stuff. Okay. But I love, especially the guitar work. Their guitarist Quinn, I think is underrated and uh, listen to what he's doing in this verse of buried myself alive. I think the chamber away and I felt it the day that I had my own time and took advantage of myself and felt fine. But it was worth the night. I caught an early flight and I made it home. I guess it's okay if you the day you You're not feeling that. Okay, here's what just happened. So the verse, I'm like, you guys are the kids bop of whatever this genre is. Those lyrics are so lame. And the okay. way they're sung. Wow. So just like, oh, come on, please, guys, listen to my music. <laughs> and then the chorus hits. And I'm like, yeah, this is if I got a My Chemical Romance record at the, <laughs> at the mobile down the street. And it was like, not My Chemical Romance, but some cover band trying to sound like My Chem. Wow, sharp words. Okay, I'm, just, I'm saying. All right, here's and my. I last like shot. most things, Dan. Anyone who <laughs> knows me, I like most <laughs> things. Knows, he knows. Here's my last shot. The chorus for this song, "Blue and Yellow," and and we we featured it on the scene radio bracket episode with uh, Mike from Plain White Tees. Yeah. This song, this chorus is, I think, incredible. I'll okay. play it for you the quiet version, and you can hear it. And then okay. I like it, of course, when it gets loud. Okay. chorus is incredible i think dan two things one that last little section that's the yeah. chorus right yeah that was the chorus. yeah part of the problem is that was a legit question i couldn't quite tell when their hooks were hitting but what i you are that's no 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 no, no. Hitting I'm, a, me. I'm about to give them a compliment dan that okay. was the best wow. 
section of music I've heard from the used in the smattering of things I've heard, it actually sounded like for a second there, they're going to sound more and more like Jimmy Eat World. And I really liked that side of the used. But can you open those lyrics up again? Okay. <laughs> okay. Which part do you want? Scroll, scroll. Uh, back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Okay. Perfect spot. Okay. So similar to you reading in Reverie and we were like, oh my This gosh. is not an exit. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to me read this to you. Okay. Okay. I'll close my eyes. Rather waste some time with you and you never would have thought in the end how amazing it feels just to live again. It's a feeling <laughs> that you cannot miss. It burns a hole through everyone that feels it. Well, you're never going to find it. If you're looking for it, won't come your way. Well, you'll never find it. If you're looking for it, parentheses, looking for it, should have done something, but I've done it enough. <laughs> what what it words okay. that, what did I just tell you? I don't even know what I just said, Dan. What is what are they um, talking about? It's okay. It can be a little bit obscured. I don't I'm not no, I don't catch on any of those lyrics like when I'm listening to it. I don't I don't necessarily connect to them. I don't really know what they're about, but um you get, you catch my drift though, right? Like that's yeah. just uh, I it's, don't feel like there's anything I mean, to hold this on is to. Not here. Exit. It's like incredible poetry. Oh yeah. Uh, but I do think that it's just a really great pop chorus for a rock song and I'm I'll play I'll play you another song here okay. to, to show this kind of chorus that I love. So I love this kind of um the melody stays kind of on the one on the tonic on like the root note and the chords move. This is like a, a very, it's an old school, uh, it's an old school technique for a chorus um, where it's like, we're really, we're moving around, but we're coming right back to that one. Um, here's an example. This one's okay. a little bit, moves around a bit more, but it, it's doing something similar. It's called Summerland by the band Half Alive and kudos to Zach Walking Stick of King's Kaleidoscope who sent me this song. Oh, cool. Something about me makes it all feel better, baby. It's like the hoodie you find anywhere forever, baby. Forever and golden now, we'll only come back around. Summer comes, I'ma cut my hair, take a long drive, heading anywhere, be dancing all night with all my friends, sitting on the shores of Summerland. Oh, summer comes, I'ma cut my hair, take a long drive, heading anywhere, be dancing all night with all my friends, sitting on the shores. I love that kind of melody. Love that. That kind of melody is a big Jack Antonoff. Oh thing. yeah, you're pulling up bleachers. I was pulling yep, up bleachers. 100%. So like he does that a lot um, with his own choruses. Heim does the same thing. Heim, yep. And Taylor Swift, uh, especially stuff that she's written with Jack, mm -hmm. she does it as well. Out of the woods. I mean, yeah. out of the woods is really the. I mean, that's this is like, how do you even get any more repetitive than this? I mean, there's almost not a melody there. Uh, if you could just open the lyrics, I really like to read through the lyrics for our no, listeners. Do not do that. Are we out of the woods yet? Are we out of the woods yet? Stop it. Are we out of the woods yet? Sorry. I'm trying to think of which Bleachers song it is that that I think no, of no, no, with that kind of melody. Um, I don't know them very well. I don't know them very well. I. 
It might don't, be don't take don't the money. Let's see if it's don't take the money. Okay. You got me Kind of, except it's the three note instead of the one. It's that that third note in the scale. But anyway, you get the idea. Harley Ray Jepsen those. vibes on that. Oh yeah, dude, dude, for that's, sure. That song's so good. Yeah, I'm that rips. Bleachers fan. Okay. Well, I think we, I think we did it, David. I love it. That was fun, Dan. Dan that was really fun. Um, Let's see what listeners think. Please, yeah, tell we'll me. find out. I enjoyed good it. Vibrations. I'm still open to being convinced about the use. By the way, so if anybody listens to this, named Scott Carlton or otherwise, has any uh, Scott recommendations push something on you yeah <laughs> no that was fun scott might, scott might be like put some honor on their name put some respect on yeah he name, might David. and please tell me to i'm happy to respect him i just need to find scott something. and i i will say this i'll tease this we are currently working on formulating the glam metal bracket wow 80s hair metal just wow we're i cannot wait i know nothing about that world so i can't I wait it's gonna be a lot of laughter he likes yes. that music more than me but but I got <laughs> like I'll the yacht rock. That was a fun one. It. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Right. Love it, Dan. I'm already thinking through some other fun hot take categories. Um, yeah. So thanks for having me on once again. My pleasure.